0: Thank you for tuning in to The Doc Freeman Show. Today's special guest is my man, C75, a.k.a. Cuban Pete. Let's get into it. Hey, Doc. Hey, Cuban Pete. What's going on, bro?
1: Not bad, not bad. Just, uh, I'm uh, new to all this anchor thing.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Man, bro, I want to thank you for tuning in with me on The Doc Freeman Show. You know uh for the people uh that don't know out here my man cuban pete all the way from the uk thanks for joining again brother and taking out time to speak with you. no problem dope 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 so man so one of the first things that i noticed right off top right off top and you know this is from the jump is that we have some people in common that, that we speak to you know shout out the to stainless management from snatcher justice you know the whole crew tell me about yeah. that man how'd you guys uh how'd you guys come about like how'd you guys meet them
1: um I think it was through justice that um I originally hooked up with them um I think he wanted some artwork doing or something like that um and then it sort of went from there really of I've done cover art for them for their music releases. Um I've helped them put together the uh United Nations of hip hop compilations. Um and uh, yeah, just through that really. Um I, I designed the uh, clothing line as well. Um I just put some art that together as well. So uh yeah, we've done quite a bit together.
0: Very nice, man. Very nice. And I wanna say on the um on the design tip, man, hats off to that. Like I, I got an early um peek at that United Nations album cover and all the other art that you did, and you know this is uh, you you know uh, visually, you know this is the type of stuff that I'm familiar with, so I can see that we definitely come from the same era when it comes to hip hop. So shout out to you for that.
1: Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, I've been in it. been in it for a minute.
0: Dope, 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 dope. So tell me what it's like. You know, uh, let's 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 get to know you as a as as a person, and then let's let's jump into uh, some of these goodies that you got out for the public. So, what is it like in the UK on a day to day, as opposed to you know over here in America? Because I I I'm I'm assuming that that you know you travel back and forth to you know to do business, do shows, and stuff like that.
1: Um, to be honest, no, I haven't. Re- I've only been to America once. Um. I went. My, a friend of mine went on a, a trip to Orlando to see the wrestling, um, and her boyfriend couldn't make His passport to expired, so I, <laughs> I uh, jumped in and filled the gap. Um, but apart from that, no, it's the only time I've been over. Um, I I've always lived in. Oh, I grew up in a small town in in the UK um, near Birmingham, the second city. So, you know. Um, I had some exposure to that sort of side of things, Bigger City Life, but um, I'm living in a small town now <laughs> again. Uh, the idea was to get away from that, but I'm back, back in a small town again, a little seaside town. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's definitely quiet where I've been in the UK. I mean, places like Birmingham and London and Manchester, uh, it's, it's totally different. Uh, last time I went down Birmingham, um, I went to visit my folks because, they, they live near there, um, I, and the coach I get home drops me off there, and just the amount of people sleeping rough, every other doorway was just you know a pile of clothes or blankets or whatever um, where somebody had left them. It was, it was ridiculous compared to where I'm living now. You know, Jeez. Um,
0: sometimes the uh, the small towns are, are not bad. You know, a little piece of
2: well, quiet
1: no. never goes wrong. No, I mean it's it's a bit. I don't know. It's a bit white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there it is. You and Pete said it, not me.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, in Canic where I grew up, I mean that was the same. You know, there was one record shop, yeah. mostly rock music in there.
3: Okay. You know,
1: you might get the old rap record if it was in the charts or something. That was about it. Um But for the most part, I had to travel to uh Wolverhampton or Birmingham to get my music fixed. Um so yeah, I used to skip school on a Monday morning to go and get the new releases when they when they dropped, um, and listen to those on the bus on the way back to school and think of some excuses to why I was late. Um but yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it is quiet. <laughs>
2: hey but you know what there's there's there's
0: no difference between the both of us. Because, you know, if something dope was to come out, like, I remember the very last time I did it, I'm showing my age here, it was uh, my last year in high school, and Things Fall Apart came out. The Roots were throwing a concert at the gallery, which is a, uh, it's kind of like an under the street mall, not like how it is in Atlanta, um, I'm saying it's like you've been in Atlanta, but Atlanta has a completely submerged mall, it's like beneath the streets, it's by like the subway and all that, it goes all the way to the airport, but. The gallery's so cool because I would be able to leave school, catch the bus, jump right over the bridge to Philadelphia, and then get right there in about fifteen minutes, so I'd be able to see a little bit of the concert and then just bolt back right in time when I'm supposed to be home <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's 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 real dope man so so digging for records. Digging for records back then. You said they had a lot of rock records, not too much of, of hip hop, you know, the stuff that the stuff that you like. Um, around what time did, did you start seeing it integrate more where you go to the record shops, pick up stuff that you want, you know, stuff that you didn't know that you wanted until you got home. About about when would how long did that take?
1: Well, I mean, in in Canada, I mean it's still as bad now, to be honest, in, in my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um but, I mean, places like Wolverhampton and Birmingham, you know, they had record shops like Ruby Red and Tempest, and, you know, they they had all the good stuff. Um, you know, you could pick up anything you wanted, really, all the imports and stuff. Uh, but they're expensive. I, You know, it was about £20 pounds for a CD, uh, which is about, what, $25, something like that. Um, okay. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was expensive back then, but um, but yeah, that's what you had to do. I mean, to be fair, my my dad he was a member of the library in Wolverhampton, um, and it was uh, it was a lot more more diverse cultural mix in Wolverhampton sort of thing. So um, <laughs> the library would get in any cassettes you wanted or CDs eventually. Um, so you had so a I blog. was there. Well, yeah, I mean, I was really requesting all these hip hop CDs that were. You know, they get sent up from wherever. You know, bigger cities, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, it was grand. You know, public enemy, whatever. Um, I could get them all just delivered, and then I'd borrow them for the week or whatever, take them back the next week, and after I'd copied them, uh, you know, dubbed them, take, take.
0: So that so those are definitely some interesting choices. And shout out to you for. You know diving into it you, you know to the infrastructure of where a lot of hip-hop comes from so let me ask you this um considering those choices and i i know i had to hide some of mine like first time i got doggy style i had to go to the bathroom and listen to it <laughs> <laughs> so what what was it like for like your parents to hear like brother jay like when you accidentally pull out like your headphone cable or you know it just blares out from your room or something like what what was their first
1: uh reaction to, to that be, to be honest my folks I I don't I mean, they were they were fine with it um don't. I i I was quite lucky my parents um were well obviously they, you know I consider them normal because they were to me but mm-hmm. um but really none of my family has any thoughts against anybody basically so um but yeah, they weren't keen on the music, um, in the sense that my dad would say, you know, he'd do the impression that dads do, you know, put it, put my cap on backwards, and throw hands around and stuff, you know. It's, <laughs> but uh, um, but no, I, when I when I uh, got married to my first wife, they uh, then they told me, oh, we always thought you'd get married to a black girl because of the music, because <laughs> of all the stuff I like, basically. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but no, they never had any problem with it. I mean, they weren't too so keen on the swearing, the swearing and the cursing, obviously. But that's um, just parents being parents, really. Yeah. But uh, but no, they're they, they fine about it.
0: Because you know, the reason why I brought that up is because you know, look, generationally, it was like um, people who were coming up in the in the '60s. It was just like you know, you kids in that damn rock and roll. Turn that devil's music off, and then. You know, years before that, it's just like anything that's just not. Uh, what, what, speaking from from my from my end, and you know, just knowing that we could probably have similar lifelines in this experience. You know, before that, it was just like if it if it doesn't have the Lord's name in it, we're not playing it in this house. You you know, so like different places and <laughs> different and culturally, like there's always different reasons to divide when it comes to music. So I think this is a beautiful thing, actually. So shout out to your parents,
1: man. That's that's real dope. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, they've always been cool. I mean, I, I grew up with well, they they used to listen to everything from Elvis through to John Denver, you know, Motown, mm-hmm. um, a bit of everything really. Um but not all of it to my taste, but I used to uh, I used to listen to some of it. I've always been a I've always been keen on listening to a, a wide range of music um well i've never minded if it's my choice i'd always put on hip-hop first because that's i don't always get a chance to listen to it um i am my wife my now wife well either of my ex as well no either of them were keen on hip-hop at all um i'm my, my wife now michelle she supports me um uh, 100 but she doesn't feel the need to listen to my music <laughs> you know what i mean it's uh
0: Hey, support, support. We 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 take it how we can get it with our
1: women, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> no, no. She's uh, she's fully behind me. I mean, she pretends she doesn't like it and stuff, but I can tell when she's telling other people about it. She's uh, proud of what I'm doing, so that's cool.
0: That's really good. So so if anything, that that's a plus. Like that's you know that's that that's a um, few steps in the right direction for you because now it's like you're you're more free to to do your art. And to share it with others and you have someone back you up. You gotta ride or die. That's great, man.
1: That's absolutely Yeah, it's great. definitely a much better situation than I had. <laughs> <laughs> definitely tried it up.
0: <laughs> so with all of the names that you, you have mentioned, um uh, as far as the uh the albums that were played in your household, stuff like play, uh regardless of the scarcity or you know, just how abundant that it was out of everything that you came in contact with, who would you say
2: inspires both as a performer and a songwriter? And, and you, you know, as a producer of, of any art, for that fact. Um,
1: I mean, hip-hop-wise, definitely people like KRS-One. Mm. Um, you know, he's, I and mean, he still moves crowns now, you know. It's, um, it's clearly nothing to do with, I know there's been a big well, they've been trying to make an age gap divide in hip hop, but um, I think KRS sort of proves that there isn't one. Basically, it's yeah, you know, good music's good music, and uh, that's the whole point of an MC, being able to move the crowd. You know, it's uh, which is what he does, um, but also the knowledge he drops as well on his music. Um, you know, that, I mean that's why that's one thing that intrigued me about hip hop because, like I say, I grew up in quite a white town and. Um, I mean I, I was friends with the Chinese person and the Indian person you know what I mean it's right. <laughs> Asian <laughs> Indian I mean it's uh, it wasn't very diverse but um, so it intrigued me hearing about other people's ways of life and what they experienced and went through um, and that's that's what I find weird when people say I don't listen to so-and-so because I can't relate to their music it's like well why can't you relate and why don't you want to know what they're going through and what they've been through i mean that was part of the enjoyment for me you know what i mean learning about other people but right um people just want seem to want to stick to what they know now which is weird and uh, to me yeah
0: there's no growth without movement man absolute absolute so i, I appreciate you sharing you know the uh, personal experiences and you know what brought you into uh, into, like hip hop and everything. Uh, Wanted to talk about this project we have coming up. Uh, So the last time uh, that we aired, uh, we actually spoke to uh, Be Divine. And you know, it turns out that you guys are on his latest single, which is alongside um,
2: Eric Sermon. And you're also, How'd I just lose it?
1: <laughs> oh D de- Rage.
0: Forgive me for that. Yes, D-Rage. D Rage. Yeah. Shout out to D-Rage. Um, yeah, having a little issue with my uh my screen here. But uh yeah, <laughs> as, as as far as that, um, tell me about that experience. I, I already went and got uh B Divine's uh experience on, you know, how the track came about, um, you know, what it took. You know to get it going and the feeling afterwards, because we always know that once we're done with a project, you know the feeling of completion is like there's no other satiation. it's like you know you painted or you know you produced your magnum opus at yeah. that
1: point, looking after people with artwork and things like that, and now everything's coming back to me. <laughs> all the good karma's coming back, you know what I mean yeah. um so yeah, B divine was uh he he said he got this track with Eric sermon, and I mean. God, I mean, I've been listening to Eric Sermon since Strictly Business. You know what I mean? It's oh,
0: come on, yeah.
1: Uh, I never thought back then that I'd be doing the first hook I've done for someone else. Um, it's not even my track; it's somebody else's track, um, and Eric Sermons on it. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's crazy to me. I was, yeah, uh, that's cool, man. I was in full fan mode for that, for that one.
0: Yeah, I, I, I imagine that that was really exhilarating, man. Um, you know definitely congrats on that i heard it i listened to it about 10 times afterwards and i, I threw it in my playlist because uh I, I gotta have that i gotta have that and i appreciate the fact that you guys are keeping you know the raw boom bap sound you know and, and just giving the real out so you know shout out to all of them
1: yeah i mean that's uh that's something with my music i try and uh I mean, I'm not one of these purists that sticks to boom back particularly. Um, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist. I like to experiment in different things as well. But um, I'm not going to be jumping around going, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <right>? but, <laughs> but, yeah, I like to experiment.
0: You, sure you been practicing your Millie rock in the
4: morning, man? <laughs> I can't do that shit enough. <laughs> I've been watching um,
0: Fortnite, man. We can, we can have a milli rock battle.
1: Oh, yeah, i was one of the kids was doing it uh when when fortnite came out and everything i just couldn't i, I can't dance for anything i can't dance to save my life it's uh, ridiculous <laughs> I, I always fancied like breakdancing cuz I, I love i love most things hip hop to be fair um but yeah i always fancied breakdancing thought uh and in my head i can yeah. do it perfectly you know i'm, I'm fantastic but um I just end up a mess on the floor, you know. It's, uh, I, I can't do that. Yo, that's it's like when you think, when you think you can run up a wall and backflip off, and you just know if you actually tried, you just break something. No it's no, no need.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Boogaloo Shrimp uh, shattered my dreams in those regards. I, I learned real quick that I could not go up a wall and go on the ceiling. <laughs> as a child, let's be clear, as a child. So <laughs> you you got another um you got another single out that's super dope uh Dondi. Tell me a little bit about Dondi. Uh, uh first uh, the title. What um how how did you come up with the title for that one?
3: Well
1: it, it's from my uh 5 points EP um and I wanted to do a graffiti theme to the EP obviously hence the name mm-hmm. uh the destroyed Mecca of uh, hip hop in New York but um yeah, I named after that, and uh, I want I named the tracks after people in the graffiti scene because um, I wanted to base the tracks around not around them and their artwork or involvement. Uh, like Henry Chalfont is about uh, being observed, basically, um, big brother type stuff and all that, because um, obviously he yeah uh, you know, he photographed and. Uh, documented the culture, um, and Dondi uh, was known as the Style Master General. So I wanted to, I, I sort of themed it around uh, the theme of style, um, style over substance especially, um, which is not, not, not to do with his work, but uh, but no, it just went with the theme of style. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that was the idea behind it all. I was trying to encompass as many elements as I could with this EP. Um obviously I've got the MC in me and hopefully dropping knowledge as well. Um DJ UX did all the cuts and scratches. Um and falling down, produced the whole project. Um and I've uh I've got an animated video coming soon for the next single Futura. Um there's gonna be B boys and things like that in there. So um I'm hoping I've covered everything already.
0: Nice, nice, nice. I will keep all of that on my radar. And that that's really dope that you encompass, uh, you know, graph writing and and and, and with the burners like I I really like the logo the way how you did it too because you still kept it, you know, the the the, the graph style It didn't add
1: too much yeah. funk to it. Well, that's what I mean. I like, so I grew up with graffiti and um, used to read like comic books like uh, like kids and uh, all the superhero stuff. Um, I'm loving all these Marvel movies coming out because it's like my child had come to life, you know. Oh, um, seriously, man. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I've always been into that uh, style of artwork. So um, it's, uh, it's always been something that's interested me. Anything with bright colors and bold outlines and things like that. Love that stuff. So on, on the
0: topic of art as well, uh, I wanted to ask you about these two separate things. Uh, my first thing was, uh, as far as you've been into the art scene, uh, I'm just going to say art altogether. Um, mm. Did you get a chance to um, to check out or, 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 or study or um, just even be a fan of uh, Basquiat? Because I know he was part of you know the, the New York scene as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I actually did a fine art degree um, at uh, university. And yeah, he was one of my favourite artists. I did a um, did essays and stuff on him, and uh, yeah, he heavily influenced my work. Um, yeah, he's one of my favourites. To be fair, I um, know obviously he was friends with Warhol as well, and the whole pop art thing. Um, so yeah, he, he's uh, he's one of my favourites.
0: Nice, nice, very nice, very nice.
1: And, and actually, on I did uh, an album, Capital C, Capital P. Um, and on the cover of that, I've done some, what is it, like, paint, paint uh, basic, like, additions to a photograph. Um, and one of them is a crown above my head, which I did in the Basket Style. That's um, where that came from.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool, man. You know, Impressionism is, is also something that I feel that uh, bleeds over into hip-hop. Because Impressionism is the same thing as a remix. Same thing as sampling, you know. It's 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 art, you know, three hundred and sixty degrees. And with that being said, you know, we're looking at we're looking at fine art, we're looking at abstract art, we're looking at graph writing. You mentioned Marvel, man. Let me tell you, like Marvel is something. Marvel and DC, and and, you know, a couple other names uh as far as the in the comic book world. I was feet first inside of all of that stuff. What is your What's your favorite movie out of the the, uh, the series of Marvel Cinematic Universe, though?
1: Wow, um, I mean, I love all the X Men movies. I, mean, God, they're going to get all rebooted again, aren't they? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love all the X Men stuff. Um, I was, I mean, x Men was probably my thing. I've got a X Men tattoo to be fair, uh, just the logo on my shoulder. Um, so yeah, that's probably my main one. Uh, but the Thor films are great as well, and Iron Man and, <laughs> I, I, and Spider-Man. You know, I love them all, to be fair. Um, all the Avengers stuff, I mean, oh, the uh, the latest one, Endgame or whatever. I, yeah, they're all good. I mean, and although I say Marvel, I, I, mean, I love Batman, and um, Batman was my other – Batman and X-Men were my two main ones, really. Uh, I used to collect Batman stuff. I had all the toy cars, like the Batmobiles. Um, my dad used to take me to toy fairs, um, and yeah, I got a I got a few Batmobiles and things.
2: That's pretty cool. So you know, there's a million of them too. What would you say your favorite Batmobile out of all of them?
1: Well, I mean, I, I love the classic one. Um, I used I used to watch the old TV series with Adam West when I was a kid.
3: Oh
1: yes, um, Adam West. So, yeah, it's. Uh, that one is definitely a classic but um i did one when oh michael keaton was batman Mm -hmm. um yeah i remember that one because it was it was just totally different and it was uh people were almost offended by some people and other people loved it but uh looking back i wasn't too sure what to make of it but i do love that one
0: you know what considering the year that uh that tim burton version of Batman came out. I'm just glad that they didn't use a Trans Am body for it, like they did with everything else in the 80s. Well, I'm sorry. A Trans Am or a Firebird. I was Firebird yeah. and Trans Am out. You know, Love Knight Rider, you know, uh David Hasselhoff, shout out to him, but what I do not want to see David Hasselhoff in again is another Marvel type movie because you know he actually played Nick Fury and a Nick Fury yeah. movie. It was awful. I'm yeah, I'm sorry. You you know I I, I do a uh, movie and film review podcast on Station I at some point some of these actors are gonna hear some of this stuff. But you know I'm I'm a consumer, and just like you, uh, you know when you go to look at certain stuff, if with the next X Men film, how like we all know how important it's gonna be for that not to get messed up. And you, you know rest in peace to Stanley you know, the, the father of all of this. I would say of of just comic books and um uh, uh uh adult novels. Wait a minute, that's not right. We're gonna correct with that. Adult graphic novel, you know, I'm just gonna step away from yeah. comic books. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: clears throat> I'm confident that Marvel are gonna be able gonna be able to handle it. Um well Marvel slash Disney it? but yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and God, we're going to be looking at another Fantastic Four reboot as well, aren't we? And I don't know. I, I hope they manage to do a decent Fantastic Four. Um, and I, one thing I did like recently in uh, DC on the TV series, um, they finally got rid of all these different universes uh, in the Infinite Infinity crossover thing that they did oh um, yeah yeah because I mean for me that's when I stopped reading comics really um, I was collecting too many couldn't afford them um, you know and I just didn't know how to choose which ones to keep and which ones to get rid of so um, yeah I I think at one point they sort of ran out of ideas a bit and thought if we create all these different universes then we can do anything um, and it doesn't matter if somebody dies um we can just bring him back from another universe or something like that. And you know, I, I just got a bit there was too many crossovers. It was all about money and selling titles and um yeah, I wasn't uh, like keen on all that sort of side of it. So I sort of dropped out of comics a bit and concentrated on collecting music, but
0: Yeah, that was a shame because you know you know what I think it was? I think that in the uh comic book industry as well as, you know, Paper, magazines, all of that—they had to start catching up with technology. You know, the more and more the kids wanted to sit in front of a video game or just not traditionally do the stuff we did when we were young, they had to find ways to just keep pumping stuff out, and just flood the market. And as you see now, you know, I, I don't buy comic books anymore. I mean, if honestly, if things were the way how they were when we were younger, I probably still would. But I don't see too many ways for it to uh to appeal to the younger crowd now. And it's a shame because it, it's it's a big staple to everything. I mean, you look at the Wu-Tang clan, you know, Ghost, you know, he takes Tony Stark directly from Iron Man. You know, meth Johnny Blaze directly from Ghost Rider. And it goes well, on.
1: They have their own comic for a bit. Um I think I got the first issue of that. Mm-hmm. In- in comic. Um but, yeah, I mean, comics have always influenced rappers, I think, to some extent. Um, what was it? I've got uh, Dan Barter and the Soul Sonic Force, some seven-inch. Oh, I can't think of the name of the track now, but it's got them all in, like, comic book style on the front, um, wearing, like, superhero outfits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to kill me. I can't think of the track. But, um, but yeah, I mean, comics have... Uh, like I say, it's, it's that sort of same premise as a lot of old, old school graffiti, especially you know the bright colors, bold outlines. It's visually impactful.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's definitely true, man. Uh, a lot of a lot of good uh, a lot of good album art has that those album excuse me those elements in it. Um, you know, double doubling back to the film uh, part which we were talking about. Um, i was saying earlier that you know i do a film review show uh and it's on station that It's called reels and popcorn uh what we basically do we we review and rate different films uh one of the other segments was quoted film friday you know we get all bugged out sometimes we get a character a person saying the quote uh we spit the quote out whoever guesses it first we give them something like starbucks gift card for example so <laughs> cool. they get coffee on us um so with that being said, when, when you do have time to watch TV movies or, you know, just pull something up on a fire stick, if that's the route you take, uh, what is it that you're watching now on a regular basis or what would you <laughs> like to get caught up
1: with? Um, I mean, when it's my choice, I uh, tend to watch like the superhero stuff that my wife isn't always interested in. Um, when it's the two of us. It's normally some sort of American crime drama um, or uh, law and order or criminal minds or something like that. Um, right. That's the uh, sort of thing we generally go for. Anything where someone's been killed and they have to work out who did it. <laughs> oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just American research, crime
3: drama. I, I get it. Power. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, that's dope, man. That's the, you know, it, it sounds uh, sounds very familiar. I'll say that, um, you know, they don't always want to watch uh, a lot of the things that we watch. You know, we make compromises. So when you do have to make that compromise, what do you have to watch? So basically, you know, you can make it fair, make things even on both sides.
1: To be fair, she's not too bad. I mean, I can't complain. She's not there watching like Love and Hip Hop or Reality Wives of wherever you know. It's uh, she does watch some good stuff, um, I think. But the only thing I wouldn't particularly choose to watch is that strictly Come Dancing, um, or the dance competition. I mean, uh, I wouldn't choose to watch it. But I mean, last time it was on, she was like, "You love it, you love it," because I was. Uh, I was like, "How did they get kicked out?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but no, uh, she's. Uh, I mean, she likes a lot of the stuff I do like, so I can't uh, complain. There's only a few programs here and there. She likes Supernatural and uh, a few of these, like werewolf, you know, vampire, demon things or whatever. Uh, and I, I can handle it so much, but I got fed up with Supernatural. It was just like somebody would die every episode. But it didn't matter because they come back to life. Uh, you know, it was, everyone was a demon. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> so uh, right,
0: right, right, right. Yeah, that's uh, you you know, you mentioned that whole thing with uh the alternate universes and bringing people back and stuff like that. I think we're gonna see a whole lot more of that too. So so, you know, you picked up on a trend that uh, I have definitely seen, especially when they uh brought the Infinity Gauntlet into everything that's going on.
1: I've always hated things where there's no consequence to what happens like like holiday specials you know if somebody gets injured in a holiday special you know they're not going to die you know right. they'll be fine at the end of the episode or you know if it's a supernatural thing they'll come back to life or whatever and it's just it just feels like you've wasted an hour <laughs> you know what I mean it was, there was just no point watching any of it or halloween specials you know it's, oh. I used to hate the Halloween uh, Simpsons, I and mean, a lot of people seem to love them. But it, it was just pointless. It you know, it's had nothing to do with anything.
0: Yeah, it 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 got pretty uh, it got pretty funny after a while.
1: I haven't, you know, I haven't
0: even actually seen a new one. I think I seen one last year, and it's where Marge uh, was fighting. She was fighting inside the octagon at one point, and it. The point before that, she was cursing Homer out, cursing Bart out, telling him it was too violent. It it was pretty funny, but it wasn't the old Simpsons. It it seemed Mm -hmm. more like that they were competing with Family Guy to a certain point.
1: I I haven't really seen The Simpsons since the movie came out. I I don't know. I I did enjoy the movie and everything, but it seemed like that was the end of it then. (laughs) And then... uh, I somehow lost
2: lost track of watching it and I don't know.
0: So I do want to recommend something for you guys. So, you know, if you do have to get that compromise flick, there's a series on Netflix called October Faction. Mm
3: -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. October
0: Faction is like it's like Constantine meets Van Helsing, meets men in
2: black. Mm -hmm. So the premise behind it is they um it's a couple and um
0: basically it started with the family and the family has like these deep roots they've been there since like ages i can't remember the date or how many years they said
2: but the family is involved in uh this agency kind of like men in black and they hunt down monsters
3: Oh, particularly
0: right, okay. stuff that's like warlocks, vampires, anything you can name. Like they 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 were hunting something before. I forget what the name of it was. I looked it up. I'm just like, "Oh, you know, that doesn't seem, right? It doesn't match up, but you know, for the sake of the plot, <laughs> uh, the language in it, you know, it's up to date. It it's something that's really cool, it's very witty, and I think both you and the misses would like that. So I recommend that one for Netflix and chill.
1: Well, I've made a note of it. I'll have a look at that tomorrow. Excellent, um, excellent. But yeah, we're always after new shows to watch because uh, we tend to binge watch a lot of uh, stuff. and Especially when, uh, I mean, my wife's training to be a nurse now. Um, but before that, she had a lot of spare time. So she, you know, we'd start watching something together. Then I'd come home from work and she'd be like, yeah, you remember we were watching episode two? I'm on episode twenty now. I was,
0: uh... <laughs> yeah, she had to fill that uh that time and I get it. <laughs> yeah. She's probably she's probably up like like crazy hours at night and stuff. Like
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's
1: studying, yeah.
0: Well, you you know, good luck on that for her. And um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm sure she'll make it through a flying colors, man.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh Sometimes things are just a self confidence thing, you know. I mean she hasn't worked for a while since uh, I and her I and she had kids uh, before we got together. Um and they've grown up and moved away now. Um so um after we got together. Um so yeah, it's uh, she's have, she's not used to having so much spare time on her hands, I think, so um the T V filled that void. <laughs> but uh but yeah, she's... uh Got the itch to go back to work and retrain, um, which is good because uh, I my parents retrained as well. Um, my, my dad used to work as a salesman, lorry driver, various things. Um, then he lost his job about age forty odd, and he couldn't get another one. He found it really difficult because of his age. Um, so him and my mom went to university and retrained as uh, chiropodists, Did uh, foot uh stuff. Um, and it opened up a whole new world for them. You know, they were both earning plenty of money, and um, because, I mean, you know, it's not like we were a dirt boy or anything growing up, but, you know, I had most things I needed, um, but uh, we didn't really go on a lot of holidays and stuff, particularly. So, uh, yeah, when they started getting money in, they were both off um, spending my inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's it's good for them. Uh, I'm.
2: Uh, it, it's good
1: that they're able to travel before uh, before they couldn't really. I mean, my dad's got um, oh Parkinson's now. Um, oh, so he, he can't uh, he can't really travel as much as he used to. Um, they come up and see me occasionally and I get and see them, that's about it, but, uh, but yeah, they used to do a lot of walking and stuff, so he's got a, but he's got a mobility scooter now, so it's just a totally different way of life, but, um, but yeah, they've uh, been together forever, I've been very lucky.
2: Good, good, good man. I hope that um, hope that if anything, um, you know, he can stay ahead of his Um
0: you know, so it's definitely good to have the, you know, support your parents being able to to grow around them a bit and, and have them see you grow as well. And, uh, you know, I believe, we, you know, we, we, we definitely should always be there for them
2: in any type of way that we can. So, you know, shout out to all, you know, again, uh, hope everything's well with them and your mother as well. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be fine. Um... But yeah it's
1: um yeah, you just never know what's gonna happen i you know, i i did uh open mics and stuff like music wise and I didn't really take i didn't record anything when I was younger um but you know i mean i'm forty four now on on records with eric sermonheim I mean, you know it's it's crazy looking back at it wasn't until about what two thousand and thirteen I started taking music seriously um in the sense of recording and stuff um so yeah it's uh things have taken a while to move on but um but yeah i'm finally doing stuff
0: hey you know what man it has been sometimes it takes a little while to get there That's what a uh it's what a wealthy man once told me and i think he was hinting it that he didn't get into his millions until he was 40 and the guy was about 50 so don't don't get down on yourself about that one live your life How how's Lou Duval say live your best life brother
1: yeah. I think it's, I've had all these day jobs, but I've never, my heart's never been in them. Um, you know, and to be fair, my bosses have recognized that over the years, my various bosses. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, they, they, they hear me talking about music and artwork and stuff like that. Um, and they see the passion and hear it. And then they hear me talking about work and, yeah they get the message, you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they seen that
0: twinkle in your eyes, man. They they <laughs> could hold you back, <laughs> yeah, that's dope, man, so let me ask you this, um and i and I mean you you've been very transparent, thank you too, you know, you shared a lot of personal things on top of um you know from you know your beginnings to uh to up to now, you know personally and. What you've been going through as far as uh industry, you know, putting stuff out there and all that. What is um let me ask you this: what's one thing that people really don't know about you that distinguishes you from others? For example, um, uh, you know, are you a Man United fan, or you know, are you <laughs> probably uh you know really good at uh Street Fighter or something like that?
1: <laughs> uh well I used to be back in the day. Um but uh
2: Things people don't know about me. There's nothing
1: specific. I mean, I'm I am quite honest with my stuff. I, I know Billy Alish was saying about rappers Line and stuff, but I mean, you know, it's I am quite honest with what I do and say. Um, I mean, I I love uh, Noriega. Uh, he's pretty honest in his music as well. You know, it's. Uh, Yes, uh, and it's something that's always appealed to me. But um, so yeah, it's it's the honesty, really. I mean, I've I've been doing a few interviews recently promoting the EP, um, and it's something a few people have picked up on. They're like, "Oh wow, thanks for thanks for saying that." You know, as if I mean, sometimes I'm too honest though, I and mean, uh, <laughs> some of the things I come out with, especially on social media and that, you know, I, I don't think about. I said something about a young uh, MA and uh, her sister-in-law or something hit me up on Facebook and said, what did you say about her about six months ago? I was like, I can't remember now. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, I, AG from uh, showing AG, he's always pulling me up on Facebook because he sees me. I mean, he, He's sort of a mentor in a way. You know, he sees me coming through as an artist um, and sees me doing all these things. And he's like, bro, you've got to separate yourself from, you know, being a fan and an artist. And, you know, as much as we're still fans of the music and everything, you know, you've got to be careful what you put out there sometimes. Um, and I said something about Cardi B on Facebook and um, something detrimental about her music or whatever, because it's not my choice particularly. Um, And he was like, but what would you do if she said, okay, let's do a track tomorrow. Um, and it was, well, I, I don't know. I, you know, I suppose I'd probably do a track, but you know, it's, uh, uh, depending on depending what it was, but, um, you know, he he told me he'd uh, done something similar back in the day before all this social media stuff. Um, you know, he'd said something about someone and he came back to bite him on the, on the ass and he's, uh, you know he's he changed his outlook after that so um yeah it's something I'm trying to do i'm trying to i'm a lot more focused this year um and I'm trying to separate myself a bit more i've I've got uh, a new uh page on uh, facebook um for cube and Pete and I'm sort of separating that a bit from my public profile or whatever um where I might more say more Non music-related stuff or outlandish stuff or whatever, <laughs> but uh, I'm just yeah. More that's focused definitely
0: on... smart, man. Because we're 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 in we're in the times of like the cancel culture, and, and what you yeah. brought up is something that's very important. Because you know, there's something that's going on now that I'm definitely not going to touch on, but I'm pretty sure that you've seen it in your feed somewhere. But one of, I think one of the safer things to go at is basically what happened with Kevin Hart. I mean you've seen that. That was from what, like 10, 15 years ago?
1: I know. And um like I say, I mean, you know, my parents raised me to love everyone, you know, and right. Um that's fine. And but that's the thing. I I don't have any tweets like that or anything like that. So it's difficult for me. I I don't there's nothing anybody's gonna pull up where I'm saying anything bad about, you know, a race, a culture, a lifestyle, a sexuality, whatever. Right. Um, And it's not because I'm careful not to. It's because I don't think like that. You know what I mean? And I know, I know it's difficult in that situation. He's.
0: That's just not a part of your DNA. You you just wouldn't come out that way.
1: You were just doing
0: exactly what you were saying, you know, being, Really honest, and a lot of times you know people don't want our opinions, yet you're still obligated to have your own. Opinions. You don't
1: have to apologize. For that I've that. had a whole arguments t- <laughs> with uh Talib on Twitter, um, and obviously I'm white, so you know it, yeah, I just disagreed with him on something, so instantly I was the white supremacist, racist, Nazi, and all this, oh, um, geez. and after about what half a day or two days or more? Yeah, I think he was amazed I hadn't called in the n-word by then. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> uh, it's like oh, I wouldn't. You know? and then, yeah, and oh yeah, you're holding back and all this. It's like, no, it's just not what I do. You know what I mean? It's we're not all the same. We're you know different people are raised different, and you know, I'm me, and uh, I, I would never dream of bringing that into the conversation.
0: Well, I'll I'll say from my side of the game, man. You know, I I I don't detect any of that, and I think what you're doing, keep doing it, keep being yourself. You know, you put out dope content. Um, you know, you're you're a straightforward person, and I myself personally appreciate that because a part of my principles. You know, I I just appreciate that because I know that you're always going to come straight, and that you're being straight right now. So. I, I, well, I wouldn't even worry about
1: that, man. I'm a big believer in, uh, you know, the phrase "real recognize real." It's That's it's right. real. Um, You know, people make mistakes, but as long as you own up to them and you're honest about them, um, then fair enough. You know, all you can do is apologize and move on, basically.
3: Um, right,
0: right, right. That's all. You you, you know, I mean, we eat. You know, family, friends, complete strangers. Everybody fights, but. When it really comes down to it, um, you know, the people that are your are your real supporters, your real family, stick by you. And when the dust settles, you know, if everybody else is gone, everybody else is gone. But what do they say when it's performing? You know, whether you're performing in front of six or 6,000 people, you know, show up and do the same
2: thing you were going to do anyway. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but, yeah, I mean, everybody... Uh... Everybody I talk to and speak to, you know, I'm I'm cool with. Um and people realize that's so, uh that's fair enough.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh one of the other things I wanted to bring up too, and thank you for that. Um you, you know, there's a lot of hip hop artists that have other talents. You, you know, like you said, you know, the whole five elements. Um aside from, you know, the the side of, of you know the key, the art uh, MCing. Uh, do you possess any of the other? I'm, I'm going to say four because you already said dancing is not your forte. <laughs> do you possess any <laughs> of the other four?
1: Um. Well, I mean, uh, graffiti-wise, it, it's you know writing and all that. It's something I've always drawn, but I've never actually sprayed on a wall or anything. You know what I mean? It's I I never practiced enough to get the techniques down or anything like that. So I've never done it a big live sort of thing. Um but um it's something I've always been interested in, but I've just not had the uh, proper equipment or practiced. You know, it's uh, I've always been more about the drawing side of art really. Um but yeah, I can I, I can draw graffiti. Um DJing, not not at all <laughs> i used to do pause mixtapes back in the day but that's about it uh, uh, pause tapes <laughs>
0: that counts for something <laughs>
1: i've still got about 50 in a box somewhere um yeah. just uh all, all uh, hip-hop stuff but um but no i mean I, I honed my those talents when i was a kid i used to every sunday we used to go to my nan's and uh I'd sit in the kitchen with the radio on, recording stuff off the charts, um, and while my parents were chatting to my nan in the in the other room, um, which was sort of pointless me being there, really. But
3: <laughs> but
1: uh, there you go. Um, but yeah, uh, I've always uh, I've always
2: been into music, really. Dope, 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 dope. You know, I I want I want to um before I ask my next question, I want
0: to leave with this um. Uh, Something that I had seen on a uh, on a town hall, uh, you know, shout out to uh, uh, Sway and uh, Sway in the Morning. They did a, they did a town hall with Martin Lawrence and uh, and uh, Will Smith. You know, for the, the uh, Bad Boys for Life.
3: Yeah.
0: One thing that Will put out there for everybody, you know, especially us creatives,
2: is something as simple as don't stop, just keep going. Now, with that being said, uh, you know, people
0: like him you know other people that have really lived life, have tools to give, and some may neglect to hear them. Like, are you sometimes adults? Do you have any advice that you would like to leave our listener? Well, your listeners and uh, inspiring artists.
2: Um, do what you enjoy
1: would be my main thing. Um, and don't don't put it off. Um, I mean, I, I saw some fat Asian kid on some video, um, with his titties wobbling and all this, you know, um, doing some sort of AA hip hop, but you know, he was doing his thing and enjoying himself, (laughs) you know, he wasn't, he didn't care what people thought or anything like that. Um, and it's something you learn as you get older, you know, not to care what people think. I mean, I see people on uh, social media arguing all day. Um, you know, trying to say I'm more hip hop than you. I'm more hip hop than you. And um, you know, I, I don't feel the need. I don't feel I've got anything to prove to anyone. Um, l- like you do when you're a kid. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, I'm cutting back on all the arguing on Facebook and all that business. But I mean, I, it's easy to get drawn into. I know. Um, and uh, I'm yeah. not saying on everyone again, but um, yeah, it's something, it just takes up so much time, and most of the time, you don't change anybody's mind in any of these these arguments. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to cut all that business out and get away from the phone and uh, concentrate on doing what I enjoy doing. Hey,
0: we're turning into our parents, man, but you know,
1: <laughs> well. I've been lucky, though. I've got some decent ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, and that, that speaks volumes. So I've
1: sp- um, spent years trying to not be like my father, and then now I'm older. I'm like, well, actually, he's he's not bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it all
2: starts to make sense after a while, right? Oh, I've lost you on the sound again. And we're back. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: I I was just saying you you know, after a while it, it definitely makes sense. So what I what I wanted to um what I wanted to do was uh give you the opportunity to uh plug anything you have going on. Um, you know, you have any shows. Uh do you have a show that you're gonna be promoting as far as uh you know, you providing any type of material like lives or shows uh any well, other
1: albums well since i discovered this little app called uh anchor i decided today i'm gonna do my own podcast um so
0: congrats man
1: uh, um just something you know a weekly thing or whatever um i know, not say weekly it'll probably end up being bi-monthly or something by the time i finish but uh, i always put myself to the thing with everything um but, no, I'm planning on doing that. Um, got a lot of projects coming up.
2: Um, got, got a I lost you for a
1: second. A live test, because um, he's got his own crew test squad. Um, and I'm a member of his crew and vice versa, you know, so uh, that's a good project. Um, more work with Crumb snatcher i'm um, going to be on his new album um what else we're we coming up I, I i had loads of things lined up for last year and i ended up doing none of them <laughs> so uh, i'm hesitant to say too much about what i've got coming up but uh i ended up doing a load of singles and a, a compilation type of features um in the middle of the year on my birthday but was about it so uh I was just jumping from one project to the next because I had too many on the go at once. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to focus a bit more this year.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Hey, and you know, with, with anything, any of those things, if uh, you know, if you need support with that, uh, don't hesitate to hit me up, man. You know, uh, reach out.
2: Got you covered. I, I love what you're doing. Uh, you know, and I, I wish you plenty, the most success with all of this.
1: My website, uh, Uh, c75live.com, I mean, that's the main hub for everything, Uh, it's got an artist page with artists that are there with me, Um, all the latest C75 news and that, Um, links to the music and merch and stuff like that, videos and all the rest of it, so um, yeah, get yourselves on there, Um, on social media, I'm C75 Designs, still on a lot of stuff. Um, c75 live on youtube and uh, eventually everything will be c75 live i sort of add the design side and the music side separate but i've just merged them all into, into the one there um but yeah i mean uh, i'm easily findable any search of c75 live or cuban pete generally brings me up on these things so uh, yeah you can hunt me down
0: excellent excellent Cuban Pete man I, I appreciate you taking this time and uh and like I said man
2: I wish you all the success um uh, let's stay in contact
1: yes definitely
2: all right you have a good night brother
1: cool and you thanks for the interview appreciate it, Style, they want it, hey.
4: got yeah. it. smile you got it of no one grab the bag and run what? What? most lack the substance to match them what? To worry about their likes and their cash flow yeah. Style, they want it, got it yeah. Smile, you got it, bought it yeah. Piles of dough on ah. grab the bag and run it Most lack the substance to match them what? To worry about their likes and their cash flow yeah. Some prefer style, some prefer substance yeah. They yeah. sniff it up their nostrils in abundance Bro. Been around but stay on the circumference Big top full of clowns The shoe fits you don't don't fuss. Got style like slick Rick Gold dripping Dropping crumbs like a biscuit No dip Or Duncan, show me something that I've never never seen seen, Or with a new twist That old shit I've done clean clean. Shit, no drips Unless intentional Bitch, I know chicks that do Shit you never never will. will Nice guys finished, last ladies come first yes. At least in my house I'm knowing how the world works Babies growing older, colder as the world turns oh. Off their rocker, getting hotter as the world burns Yo, I do it proper, have done since the baby years yes. This is not an opera, won't hear no fat what ladies here down. Style, they want it got, yeah. smile, you've got it bought yeah. Parts of go I'm on money, ah. grab a bag and run what? Most lack the substance to match them what? To worry about their likes and their cash flow yeah. Style, they yeah. want it got yeah. Smile, you've got it bought yeah. Piles of no one more ah. Grab a bag and run it Most lack the substance to match them what? To worry about their likes and their cash flow yeah. Snakes and fake frenzies Like marks on my lenses Stop me seeing Friends. Benzies and all that shit No ice, no fur yeah. That shit's just a blur. Whole vision fucked I need to clean up quick Fuck to live I'm breaking Twitter fingers with my hammer I can't touch this Knock the fist Stop social actors I see Fakes on the net Get fake respect Fans are lick fickle. quick to put them in check I see Cats come and go like a flap. I talk slick like oil Till yanks wanna invade me like a rack I see Rappers playing favourites won't stop till my name in the papers. Full middle name, dangerous. Pop huh? is plain to see. Not where I aim to be. Got what God gave to me, but don't believe in Him. Because the world's fucked. Too many sucker ducks. We used to play it tough, now they wanna play the victim. Style, they want it got. Smile, you got it bought. Piles, no one want Grab the bag and run. Most lack the substance to match them, what? to worry about their likes and their cash flow. Yeah. Style, yeah. they want it got it, yeah. smile, you got it floated. Yeah. Piles of no armor, ah. grab the bag and run Most lack the substance to match them, what? to worry about their likes and their cash flow.